This is your boy Rob Brandon, a.k.a. Rob the Realtor, also known as Mr. 485. I want to thank you for tuning in to I Put The Real and Real Estate Podcast. Today, guys, we just go kind of discuss why some of the people do some of the things that they do. I know I'm probably going to have a lot of realtors mad at me after this particular podcast and maybe some clients either. So I sit down. It's about 6 p.m. Just had a nice dinner that my wife made. Checking my emails that came in the afternoon while I was showing properties. So I got a new prospect. I got a client that emailed me. Uh, this nice lady uh, said she was interested in seeing a four bedroom, two and a half bath house with a minimum square footage of 2,500 square feet. I'm like, okay, must be a nice size family uh, that's looking to purchase this particular property. She also included the pre-qualification letter message so we arranged a time to meet I sent her a couple properties she's very interested in them we get to the property and I'm expecting a husband or some kids or somebody with her that's going to be occupying this particular property so I asked hey based upon the qualifications you wanted a fairly large home and her response was yes i'm like even though it's not any of my business is it just going to be you and i kind of softened the blow with that question is with because if they're kids just wanted to make sure you're acclimated to know about the school district that you're in so on and so on she was like nope just me i was like is there any particular reason that you need the square footage just so when I'm out looking I can make sure if you need that square footage in a basement I can accommodate you or if it's in the main family room I can accommodate you or if it's a detached space for office work or whatever the case may be her response was nope just need a big house fine I'm on it so we went and looked at a couple properties None of them measured up. And she was happy. She was just like, okay, just send me some more properties. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Couldn't really figure out what was going on. So, come to find out, she just needed a big family area for when her parents come in town for the holidays. I'm like, all holidays? Like Halloween? St. Patrick's Day? 4th of July she was like nope just the big ones I'm liking can you give me some insight like I don't know what your religion is you may celebrate Hanukkah or something to that particular effect that, that goes more than one or two days she was like no just Christmas and Thanksgiving so naturally I went along with it but I'm saying to myself damn you want all this extra square footage for two holidays Two holidays, the 25th and a Thursday in November. Mind you, the real estate environment that we're in right now, the average four bed, two and a half bath in Charlotte, starting with that particular square footage, they'll be starting somewhere around 260, 275. And on up, depending on the area that you want to be in. 
and how movement ready that the property is. But it's just her. She can get a three bed, two bath. She can get a two bed, two bath, a two bed and one bath, a studio, whatever the case may be. Because with the hidden cost with that, she's going to have to pay to heat the place. Lights, water, cleaning, all for two holidays out of the year. It's a head scratcher to me. But hey, you hired me to sell you a house. But I'm going to sell you a house. There's just some things that really don't make sense to me. But I'm going to keep rolling with the punches. If it was me and in my family, them two days or two holidays, I had ass in a hotel. The hotel would be a lot, 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 lot cheaper than that Piedmont natural gas bill. That hotel would be a lot, 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 lot cheaper than that Duke Power Bill. That hotel would be a lot cheaper than that Molly Maid's Bill. I get it. I love my family too. But I'm not, I repeat, I'm not. N-O-T. K-N-O-T. I'm not gonna be buying a house just so they have somewhere to stay when they come in town. That's absolutely foolish. Hair brain. A lot of other things as well. But again, this is on her list, so I'm gonna appease her. But it just doesn't make sense to me. And the time frame that I've been doing this, it's actually pretty common. It really is. I had one lady. We looked at about 10 houses. All of them were nice. Didn't like any of them. I was like, I don't mean to harm. Can you just give me some insight as to why you don't like the property or what can I approve upon as far as assisting you find your dream home? And she indicated that she needed a three-car garage. Wow, okay, three-car garage. I'm on my on my search trying to find a three-car garage. It's getting harder and harder. I'm thinking she had a boat somewhere or she just relocating. I got a lot of stuff in storage and just need all this extra space. And over the course of me trying to find her a home, I've been to the house that she's currently renting right now. I didn't see no two other cars. Didn't see a lot of furniture in the house she was staying in that at this particular point in time because she indicated, you know what, I've started to declutter and get rid of things. so. It's not going to be a lot of stuff at the new place. Not that it's any of my business, but didn't really appear to be a guy in the picture either. For the most part, she was doing it on her own. Self-made. So I asked, 
one day, what's what's the deal with this three car garage? And her response was, so I got this guy that I've been seeing for the last two years. Mind you, we've been working together for four months. Never heard of him. Never seen him. First time has come up. I was like, okay, cool. I'm happy for you. Must be a real nice guy. Lucky guy. But I was curious as to why she brought this up when I asked her about the garage. Well, he has a couple cars. He's a car guy, and I just really want him to have somewhere to park his vehicles when he comes in town. Hmm. Okay. I get it. Let me cater to you, because this is your day. Your breakfast, your dinner, your dessert, and so much more. I get it. I get it. So I asked, well, how often is he going to be coming in town? Because you've been dating him for two years. I've been knowing you for four months. And for the last four months, it's been pretty intense as far as me and you trying to find a home. And I don't recall you canceling any appointments because he was in town or rescheduling any appointments because he was in town or him agreeing to come to any of these showings so he could provide his input on the biggest purchase of your life so I asked in the last two years of y'all been dating how many times have he actually come in town her response was three like wow okay not a lot not a lot at all so married men and women or men and women with kids you know it's important to tailor your question to make sure you get answers because you can let people get away with stuff i also asked those three times that he came in town how many times did he actually stay here with you Oh, he got a room. His company paid for a room each time. Great. Sounds like he has a nice job, expense account, all those things are well. But he didn't stay here. So you're trying to tailor your house search. I forgot that you've been dating for two years. They got multiple cars. But as yet, to put one of them cars in your driveway to where you stand at now, But you're going to purchase a home just so he has somewhere to park in the event that he does come over. I get it. It's being thoughtful. You setting the groundwork for that relationship so he feels comfortable. When you guys do get to that particular point, he has somewhere and it's easy for him to assimilate into your environment. But it's a head scratcher to me. Don't sound like he paying no bills. Didn't see his name on a pre-qualification letter. To my knowledge, no input has been given from him on the purchase of this particular home. But 
You do it who you do it for. So I get it. I understand. I don't like it. I recommend you purchase homes for you and your family. Rob, that's a contradiction. The lady in the first scenario was purchasing a house for her family when they come in town for two holidays out the year. Yeah, when I say your family, your family is going to be occupying that particular home with you. The family that's going to be actually helping pay for that home. If it's just you and you footing the bill alone, you need to factor that in. Because there's a lot of hidden costs. And if you break up with that boyfriend, you may have some resentment towards him and that particular house. I could have got the house on the other side of town with two-car garage as opposed to three that was $25,000 cheaper. And this bum had never even came over here. This was a stupid decision on my part. Or you fall out with your mama. You fall out with your daddy. Or they get older and start aging and can't travel as more. And it makes more sense for you to go to their house for Christmas. Or their house for that Thursday Thanksgiving dinner. And you got a boyfriend now. And you want to do the nasty. You know you can't do it in their house for them holidays. So you know what you do? You get a hotel room. Something you didn't want them to do. When they were coming to visit you, funny how things work. But you got this house, your parents not coming to visit you. You don't have resentment towards them, but you start thinking, man, did I really need four bedrooms, two baths, 2,500 square feet? I could have got the two bedroom condo and eliminated a lot of expenses. But that's part of life. You live and you learn. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to I Put The Real In Real Estate Podcast. This your boy Rob Brandon, a.k.a. Mr. 485, signing off. And I'm out. Cheer up.